Hello. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so you're doing the intro. Let's go. Let's hear it. (laughs) Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The The Podcast. Podcast. I'm one of your lovely hosts, Cass. And I'm Felix. (laughs) He's the other lovely host. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) Although he refuses to say it. Um, But this week... (laughs) I have too much energy, guys. Um, so this week, the movie was my pick, and we're still obviously on our spooky season tip. Um, I picked a movie that I had never seen before, but that um, is a classic. So the movie I picked was The Exorcist. Yeah, um, from the early 70s. Yep, came out in 1973. Just when we thought we wouldn't get any older than Halloween. One thing I do want to say, and I thought it the entire time we were watching the movie, so we can just start off with this, is I think that the um, the special effects and just everything in this movie, the quality of like the film, I thought it was so much better than Halloween. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was surprising because this one came out like four years. I mean, yeah. Five. Five. Yeah. Okay. So it came out five years prior to Halloween coming out. So I was like, oh, the effects on this is going to be even worse. And like, I know that when we did the Halloween um, podcast episode, we were like, oh, like he's shooting bullets. There's no blood. He's doing this. There's nothing's going on. But in this one, I feel like everything was was really there. And it was actually for being such an old movie. There was scary pieces to it, and it was very believable um, as far as what I thought. Obviously, we've come a long way. So now if you watch like a movie that was probably meant to be like this, there would be so much CGI and, you know, just better, um, you know, like um, prosthetics and stuff like that. But I thought it was great, to be honest. I loved it. Yeah, the only thing that I have to nitpick is the, the audio quality. Mm-hmm. I feel like the audio quality is very, very like... Um, Sort of like in and out and, uh, you know, without without closed captioning or like subtitles, like that shit was really hard to understand what they were saying sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I watch like everything with subtitles and Felix knows that. I watch every single thing. And if you're my friend, like you guys know that I'll go over to someone's house and we'll be watching something. I'll be like, hey, can you put the subtitles on? Like, They're like, oh, I can just make it louder. I'm like, no, no, that's not going to help me. Um, I would like you to put the subtitles on, please. Um but yeah, like, I mean, obviously we'll get into details as we continue with the film, but there's like parts where like, um, they're throwing like holy water and it's supposed to like burn her and you see like the burns like coming out and they look legit. Yeah. You see the smoke. Yeah. And like, yeah. you see like the cuts, the cuts and the blood and, and everything. I thought it was like, it, it did amaze me. Cause I was like, Oh, this is gonna, like I said, I thought that it was gonna be very like fake just like Halloween was, but it was not. I was, I was believing every single thing. Yeah. Um, I just so. think the I think the seventies is probably where we draw the line. I think I don't know unless there's like a request for an older scary movie, like something from the sixties or the fifties. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It I'd might... still watch it just to yeah. to see one how far we've come, like in film, and two, like I said, I was pleasantly surprised with this. It I thought from beginning to end, while there were like a few. Th- things obviously because like films are so different now um but besides that i really thought it was a great movie beginning to end i liked it Mm. and i thought it was more 
than just a scare factor. I thought there was a lot of storytelling, which I love in scary movies, because I think the flaw that so many scary movies have is that they will just throw you into the scares and like, yes, you will have jump scares and you're going to be frightened, but you're just like, what? Why? What is the purpose? I don't see it. Um, So I think here there was like a lot of background info. It all kind of came full circle, even the pieces from the beginning. So I just thought it was very interesting. Yeah. Um, But let's talk about it from beginning to end now. Okay. So (laughs) the movie starts and we are in northern Iraq, which threw me off completely. I was like, what? What are we doing here? Also, once again, I've never seen this film. So I'm watching it and all I know is like, you know, like the little bits and pieces that everybody knows because of like memes and just stuff on the internet. And scary movie. I've never seen scary movie. So that's what you know from it. But I was like, why are we in Northern Iraq? But anyways, um, you're kind of in like some... Dig site. Yeah. Like there is like a digging site. And then there's this one boy. He kind of runs to tell this white man that they found something. Um, And then... The one thing I got, and it was kind of never explained, I feel, there are more Exorcist movies. There's like Exorcist 2, The Exorcist 3. So I don't know if things get explained there because once again, first time watching this one. But um, what I never understood was when he finds these like pieces, he finds that little coin that he ends up putting around his like um, neck, which is like a St. John, St. Michael, one of those things, coin. Um, and the one comment he makes is like, oh, this piece doesn't look like it's from the same period as the rest of the stuff we're digging up. Yeah. And I, that kind that comment kind of like stuck with me, but then they never go into more detail about it. So. Yeah. It's like that. And then that, um, the little sculpture piece. Yeah. But the sculpture piece, I believe resembles the larger sculpture that he runs into when the sun is setting. Mm hmm. But the coin didn't really make any sense Yeah, to they, me. They really don't dig into that. No. And then at the end, you see that he still has the coin and stuff. But I don't think they go into enough detail where it kind of comes 100% full circle. Um Because they show you all this at the beginning with this one character. And then he does not come up again until like the, the very, very end. end. Yeah. yeah. So for a while, you're just like, what was the point of this whole, you know, northern Iraq um, you know, area like scene. And then, um, well, after he finds this piece, he just doesn't look good. He, his hands are like, he has like tremors, tremors like yeah. hand, 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 hand tremors. <laughs> and he uh-huh. just, <laughs> and he's not looking too good. Um, and then he goes to speak to someone else, I think from the church. Yeah. And they're like evil against evil father. And it was it was like a weird thing. That's what the um, the sculpture that he finds, I believe, that's what the other priest or um, religious figure man. <laughs> yeah, and he calls him father. So yeah, that's when we find that out that he's yeah. Yeah. Um, so then he's like walking through the market, the village. He almost gets hit by like this carriage, um, and then he goes up to like this stone where the sun is setting, and. It looks similar to the piece that he found. It's um, it looks like a a carved 
dragon demon thing. Yeah, it's like some demon sculpture. And then there's random dogs barking very loudly next to him. Yeah. And then that's it. Then we cut to Georgetown. We are now in Georgetown, which is in Washington, D.C., in case nobody knew. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, but you, you know, guys, she knew from like within an instant. And I'm not going to say, you know, she's the worst at geography. I'm but, really bad. But holy shit, she nailed it. Like, even I was like, I've never heard of Georgetown in my life. It was a very proud moment for me. And that's why I wanted to share it on here because lately, um, Felix is really, really good at geography, and that's just not my strong suit. So he'll be like, it's okay, we're going to learn. And he'll try and make me take these little geography quizzes where he gets everything right. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know the countries in Europe. I don't know them. <laughs> so um, so I was very proud. And I was like, pretty sure that's in D.C. And he was, um, he was like, no, I don't know about that. And it was. so. Okay, to be fair, like the living room of the, the actor's house, like she... You know, I'm guessing I, I'm guessing it's just because it's the 70s, but it just totally didn't look American. Listen, I'm just saying this was a very proud moment for me. And that's all, guys. Yeah. So um, we continue. We jump into someone's house. Um, we figure out it's like a mom. She lives here with, I would say, maybe um, the girl is like a live-in nanny almost. Yeah. And she has like a housekeeper that's a female. Mm-hmm. Another like a- housekeeper carl the yeah like a butler it's like a butler uh uh-huh and then her daughter um so we're kind of here we're seeing all the commotion in this house of the the housekeepers trying to talk to her the butler all this stuff and then um she just goes upstairs because she hears noise the mom which her name is chris Mm -hmm. she goes upstairs she hears noise so she goes to check in on her daughter and then um you know she sees her daughter's fine closes the window um, then she leaves because she's filming a movie. We yeah. see, right? In front um, of like a university. There's yes. like the huge. Uh, yeah, there's like a huge crowd, and it's like this very active scene. And then yeah, yeah. And then in the background, they kind of zoom in on this one man walking through the university, who we later find out is um, Demi? The, the father. The yeah, the father Greek. No, the Greek father. Uh, <laughs> I call him Father K because his last name is like Karis or something. Yeah. So Father K. I almost dropped my mic, y'all. My bad. All right. Um, so the camera kind of like pans to him. And then he's like walking through this neighborhood that you can tell is just... Um, run down. Yeah, very run down. There's kids jumping on a destroyed car. It doesn't have any windows. They're just jumping on it. Um, and you figure out that he is going to visit his mom who lives by herself and he's like yeah. tending to like a wound. I think she has a wound on her leg. Yeah. She has a wound on her leg. Yeah. Yeah. It's like an, I'm, I wouldn't say it's like an infection. Cause like it ends up like getting worse at the end. Of yeah. The yeah. I want to, yeah, it has to be an infection because I think they say that like it clots or something yeah. and the clot ends up going to her brain. That's why she dies. Mm-hmm. You know, letting everybody know real quick. Yeah. Real quick. But anyways, um, then we, um, cut back to the mom and the daughter and the, Mom starts. Oh, th- she finds out the daughter was playing with like a Ouija board. Oh yeah, yeah. And then uh, she says, "Oh, Captain Howdy" or something like that. Yeah, Captain Howdy said no, and the thing like moves on its own at that point. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you caught it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, cause like she, um, Reagan. Is that how you say her name? Reagan? Yeah, yeah. The daughter. She um goes to move it, but it moves by itself, and it says no about the mom like 
playing with it or whatever. Yeah. It was I very she, weird. I thought she legit flicked it at the beginning. Yeah. But then, like, you see it move way further than, like, a flick. And yeah. you're like, ah. <laughs> and it pauses directly on top of the no. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, no, Yeah, it's no, going to no. be a no for me. Yeah. <laughs> Clowning. Um, then they're having, like, this little whole mom and daughter, like, pre-bedtime kind of talk thing. And um, they're saying it's her birthday. Her birthday's coming up. I'm pretty sure. Yep. And then we find out that the like they're they're separated, like the mom and the dad. Oh, and the dad's yeah, like yeah. up in up in Rome and shit. Yeah, and she calls like the girl's dad to see if he would say happy birthday, but um he just doesn't answer ever. She's yeah. talking to the operator. Yeah, he's MIA. Yeah. Then she the mom wakes up like in the middle of the night from a phone call, which it's like I guess the film studio or director telling her she needs to come film a part like right now pretty much Mm -hmm. and she realizes her daughter is in bed with her and she's like why are you in bed with me and reagan says my bed was shaking and the mom just like is like oh okay no yeah makes sense why you came to my bed um and then there's more weird noises from the attic oh yeah and she actually goes up to the attic and checks it out goes up to the attic like in the middle of the night it's gonna be a no no, for me. No, no. She's and, and the attic so has like bold. fucking windows too. So like you can just easily see what's going on throughout the day. Yeah. And then the when she goes up there, she lights the candle. She has a candlestick. Yeah. And then at one point, right before the candlestick turns off and the butler, what did you say his name was? Carl? Carl. Pops up to, to tell her like, oh, um, I don't know what he mentions to her at this point. I don't know. But that flame. The flame just like grows 20 sizes and then just out. It was very weird. Um, and then it cuts, this movie does have a lot of, um, you have to keep up with it. There's a lot of cut scenes, so you'll be in the house and then it cuts to something else and you got to just like kind of not only keep up, but keep in mind everything that you've seen because it does kind of in a way come full circle eventually. Yeah. It's it's a very confusing movie up until the, almost the ending. Yeah. So cut scene, we end up inside a church where the Virgin Mary has been, like, vandalized. Desecrated. Desecrated. Sorry. She's, like, got blood painted on her boobies. She has, like, party hats on her tits. Yeah, but then they're painted. And there's, like, blood on her, like, hoo-ha area. Her hoo-ha. Yeah. Um, And then it cuts to the father, Kay, going to this facility to, like, see that his mom is there. Oh, the crazy house? The crazy house. This is wild, guys. Like, people are trying to, like, touch this man. And he's like, please don't touch me. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I didn't like that. I did not like that at all. Yeah. They were trying to touch him and yell at him. And they're like, father. And it was it was very strange. And he's just trying to get to see his mom. Um, And then it cuts to him in, like, a gym where he's hitting a punching bag. Because yeah, homie looks like a... Uh Sylvester Stallone and uh, and Rocky. Rocky. <laughs> yeah, he's just going in on that punching bag. I feel like at any moment he's gonna start talking like him too. Like he you, did. You, he did kind of look very similar to him. Because so. like the haircut, like the yeah. the fit, everything. Um, he's waiting for the music, you know. Oh, but I do like the music that already played at one point. Oh yeah, that, it's a that, classic. Yeah, it's like a classic. Just like I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, if you guys need to, you know, study or something, like, go on Spotify and just put, like... Uh, uh, Exorcist Beats Lo-Fi. Yeah. You- 
it'll get you, it'll get you in the mood, you know? Yeah. I'm sure you're going to pass your class and then you can thank me. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then from once again, like I said, lots of cutscenes. you go from father K punching the bag to a party that's at Chris's house. Um, so ton of people at the house, um, just drinking, talking. Some people are by the piano. Um, Reagan is there. So you see her mingling at first. And then the party is starting to come kind of to an end. But before it comes to an end, there's some weird stuff going on. There's this one drunk guy who keeps calling all the like butlers Nazis mm, and yeah. trying to fight them, which is very strange. <laughs> I wasn't 100% sure. I'm still not 100% sure what that was about. But yeah, he's drunk and he's just like, are you a Nazi? And I'm like, whoa, dude, maybe you need to calm down. Um, Then it cuts to the priest, who's also drunk at this point, I believe. Didn't know that fathers could get drunk. Um, (laughs) Fathers lit. Fathers getting lit. Everybody's drinking in this movie at all times. It's a little bit strange. Drinking and smoking. Drinking and smoking. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if fathers could smoke or drink. No, and there's here we are. There's one scene that's coming up where they have to like go to the doctor and the doctor treats um Reagan and comes out of her patient room and just lights a cigarette up straight in the hallway to talk to her mom. And I was like, if this happened nowadays, we'd all be like, Sir, what what you doing? Yeah. So but anyways, we find out that the priest um his mom died. Um, but it was like very weird because when they talk about his mom dying, they kind of say that he like left her alone and didn't, wasn't able to like help her. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if that was just like them saying he left her alone for too long and maybe she died because by the time she got to that home, it was like too late almost. Cause it didn't make sense. Like the sequence of events that they describe at that point and the secrets of event, the secrets, the sequence of the events, chamber of secrets. the chamber of secrets. No, I, I honestly think it was more like chisme, you know, like, uh, like the guy saying this was just like, he doesn't have his facts straight, but he's like, oh, you know, oh. he left him alone. So she, she died. You know? Oh, like, that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Because yeah. then she, she does die after going to the home. So you're right. That guy wasn't like close to the father. No. He was just not to the father or the son of the Holy Spirit. No, he was close to the spirits that night for sure. Both the the demon spirits and the ones in his drink. But um, oh my gosh! Yeah. But then, um, then she goes downstairs. Th- in then front yeah, of, uh, Reagan goes downstairs and she stands in front of all these people that are just drinking and having a mighty grand time. Mind you, the she's piano. like what eleven or twelve? I think they say she's twelve. Yeah, she's like twelve. She's wearing like a nightgown. And she's like, "You're gonna die up there," and then peas. Peas. Just peas. Peas straight up on the carpet. Yeah. She's just marking her territory. Peas herself. Okay. Just. Yeah. I mean, I guess it didn't go on her legs. She like took a little bit of like a wider stance. So it just went straight on the carpet, but she peed herself. Yeah. Um, And then. She was like, this is my house. Yeah. My and then carpet. I think she like tries to get put to bed and then the mom hears noise again and the bed is actually shaking. Yeah. So that was. um. That was very strange. Now, now we have. She actually says though, before the, before the bed ends up shaking, she's like, "It's just the nerves, honey." Oh yeah, and she's like, uh, "My bed's shaking," and the mom's like, "It's just your nerves. That's what it it's is." Just the nerves. Hey, <laughs> everybody in that room felt nerves. 
it was definitely not the nerves. And then the mom like jumps on the bed to help it stop shaking. I'm like, ma'am. The nerve of that woman. <laughs> <laughs> so um, then we get to that hospital scene. And I think that has to be the scariest scene afterwards because they're just worried about the daughter. No, but then right before this, there's like a weird little cut scene where um, it's like the priest and he sees his mom from across the street. And he's like, oh, like yelling dreaming. at her. Yeah, dreaming. And then there's like a demon face that just pops up, but then mm-hmm. it leaves. And there was a lot going on there, to yeah. be honest. Now you see me, now you don't. So. Um, and then, yes, then they're at the doctor's office, right? Your favorite hospital scene. <sighs> First of all, she spits on the doctor and calls him a bastard, which was just right off the bat. Maybe she has a point. I mean, she knew something was going to happen. Uh, oh, I just the, remembered the, the why needles. I don't like this scene. Oh, my God. Guys, uh, this is just an... What, what do you say? An explicit warning? Yeah, um, I... I uh, not for the faint of heart. Oh, my God. Let's let's break down the scene here. It's so bad. Um, so she's, you know, she's like 11 or 12. She's strapped down to a table. And they're performing this, like, blood infusion with like chemicals i think to like take a brain scan yeah like a ct scan I don't yeah know. i didn't study medicine but like yo <laughs> i didn't I study medicine i studied demonology um <laughs> listen <laughs> so the needle is like at least three inches please, long please and please. and they're doing this thing where they like I, i'm pretty sure they're injecting in the vein <laughs> <laughs> okay also guys I, not only do I hate needles, I hate like needles around like the neck area. And this whole scene was just all that. It was just needles in the neck. Yeah. The NN, needles in the neck. Yeah. No, first, the first needle that was three inches, that was like anesthesia. The second needle. That one wasn't that bad to watch. I was just like, ugh. No, the second one was like a wider two inch needle that they used to like inject her, her vein. Oh my God. So that they could have a. I think what is that called? The capillary, so that they can inject the. Yeah, it's like a like they're trying to have a little direct port. Yeah, to, yeah. So then uh, they they have that shit open. Oh they my tw- god! They twist it off, and then it just squirts oh like my god, all it over. Just, the- it's just squirting blood everywhere, and I can't, and I can't. Yeah, and then they finally like put this tubing with the the chemical. I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> that was the wildest shit. I like okay. This is why I said that for this film, like all that shit happened and it was so believable. It wasn't like, oh, they didn't have CGI back then. This is just weird. I'm going to look up what they did to that poor girl during that scene. Because how? How? How do we get this scene? How? Is she okay? Is she traumatized? Also, like how often would they do that? Because like that's that's intense. You're you're basically cutting off a vein because your your brain's only going to be using that one vein on either side, the opposite side, and then you're just injecting this chemical from a tube? Listen, That's fucking wild. Listen, between the, the, just the fact that they inject her and then all this blood is just splurting out. And then they insert... The dribble's like, real. The, 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 they insert the tube and then like you see the blood coming out through the tube and then they have to take the tube out so that more blood comes out. It was just a no. It was yeah. a no from beginning. 
I was actually just like, I had my, my face covered and I was like, no, oh my God, yelling. Um, that was very, a very intense scene. Yeah. And then she, um, she ends up going back home at this point. Yeah. They're waiting for the test results, which are yeah. obviously going to be fucking negative. Yeah. And then um, she just has an entire ass like seizure and is flopping like a fish out of water on the bed. <laughs> She's just like, bloop, bloop, bloop. She's like, I don't know how else to describe it. It's literally what she looks like. I, the, man, the next scene though, like when the doctors show up and then and they're she, like trying to diagnose her. And she backhands the fuck out of the doctor. Oh, yeah, that was. She's like, bah, shut the fuck up. Oof. The, that shit was snap, crackle, pop to this guy's face. It was so sharp. It was such a sharp noise. <laughs> but also, he was, he was saying some dumb shit, too. Like He was. He's like, oh, I think it's time to see a psychiatrist. I'm like, bitch, this woman was just, like, floating. The bed was yeah. tripping out. It's like, oh, it's it's psychology. <laughs> and then it says, like, it, it, I don't mean to call it it, but Reagan, or the demon that's possessing her, is like, the sow is mine. Isn't that what it says? Yeah, I don't know what that means. And then a slap, a, a like mark appears across her face. Oh yeah. She like turns her head, and it's like something slapped her, but you don't know what it is. Yeah. And then the doctors are like, "We still think it's the temporal lobe." I'm like, "Sir, this is not the fucking temporal lobe. Can confirm. <laughs> this has nothing to do with her fucking temporal lobe. <laughs> like the, her whole bed is shaking. She is flopping like a fish. A handprint just appeared across her face without anyone touching her." It's not the temporal lobe. Where do they get their degree, honestly? I don't know, but obviously they didn't get it in demonology. They don't know about this. No, they don't. It takes years, guys. Like, years. the scans beg to differ, and then he's like, maybe we should just do another scan. And the mom's like, absolutely oh my not. God. The next scan, though, is so fucking weird. It's like this robotic arm tripping out. Oh, yeah? I don't know what's tripping out more, her or the fucking yeah, robot arm. Yeah, the arm's like, ee, ee, ee. And she's like, ah, ah. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Everybody calm down here. All right, guys. Welcome to Parajungle Island. <laughs> uh, and then like, I just, I just then, um, oh, this is personally one of my favorite scenes because the mom comes home and like all the lights in her whole house are flickering. Hey, she doesn't bat an eyelash. She's just like, oh another fucking day here i am so she just like keeps walking through her house you her face like she is not phased by the fact that everything in her house is turning on and off mm -hmm. she's just like all right cool she gets a phone call then the phone rings so she's like running to the phone and then like she answers it but no one's on the other side so she just hangs up like this is a normal day in her life <laughs> she really is not phased by any of this and um then that's when the girl i think is like oh didn't you hear or someone shows up saying that Burke's dead, mm -hmm. which is weird because right before Burke's dead, the the one of her housekeepers, the I guess she's like the living nanny, comes home, and Chris is asked. Uh, Chris asks her, like, who did you leave Reagan with? Is Reagan by herself upstairs? And she's like, No, I left her with Burke. And they go upstairs, and Reagan does end up being by herself. Oh, because she the mom checks in on Reagan. And Reagan is already by herself and the window is open with a breeze coming in. Mm -hmm. So she closes the window, goes downstairs, sees that the girl got there. And um, the nanny's pretty much telling her, well, they called for Reagan's medicine um, and I wanted to rush to pick it up. So I asked Burke if he could stay with her. Um, Chris, the mom says, well, Burke isn't here. So then, you know, the nanny apologizes and then some other person walks in and is like, oh, didn't you hear that Burke died? 
which is weird because he was just left with Reagan and now he's gone and now he's dead. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I didn't really pick up on that until the very end of the movie with like the detective guy. Oh, where no. He's like breaking it down. I them. just, I think I picked up on it right after. I think not right at that scene. I was already like, oh, wait, that's kind of weird. But then they were like, oh, he fell down all these stairs, but his neck was as if it wasn't down all these stairs. And I was like, oh. Oh, yeah. Once, once they were yeah. like, his neck was like 360. But know? at this I point, mean, sorry, I was already. 360. Was just 360. <laughs> it's just back in place. He's back on his bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but, um. <laughs> but, um. I'm done here. <laughs> this episode is over. <laughs> All right, guys. Stay tuned for next week. <laughs> um, Yeah, when they mentioned the whole thing, I kind of started already being suspicious. But then for sure, when they talk about his head being 180, I was like, oh, okay. Um, and then it's always freezing in Reagan's room, which you start to notice. Whether the window's open, the window's closed. Like, there's just... Um, a draft in there. Every time someone speaks, you see like the their breath. Um, and then they come into the room and I think the doctors come in now and homegirl's looking rough. She is looking, it's, it's, whew, she's been through some shit. She looking a little green. She got some scratches on her face. It's not looking good for her. Yeah, she looks like Annabelle, the doll. <laughs> Annabelle the doll looks a little bit better than her I mean she's like <laughs> Lights are on but nobody's home Yeah and then she hits Homie in the nuts or something Which is Wild Um And this is after Right after this we find out that Burke was found with his head Like completely turned around Um the father and the detective Talk cause the detective Is like I don't know if he's accusing the father or wants to know more, I guess. Uh, Remember, no, he's asking him all I, these questions, but yeah. then he like threatens him almost. But then he's like, hey, let's go see a movie. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's very weird. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I also appreciate the detective character at this point because he's, he's just like, I'm just trying to piece it all together and he's trying yeah. to be polite about it. You know, like you've seen like other detective movies where they're just like up in your face, like being a dick, you know, trying to like take hold of the yeah, system. Yeah. But he's just like, I don't know. I just think he's like an old, nice man. Yeah. And him and the father have like a little back and forth kind of going and it, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we cut to Reagan again, who now has scratches all over her face. Before the scratches, like maybe there was like one or two. Yeah, now like, they're like everywhere. Yeah. She went from like. Falling off a bike to like got hit by a bus or something. Yeah, um, and then um, she um, the you know her mom walks in, and um, <laughs> so how do we say this? So she is like um, stabbing herself in the vajayjay with um, like a cross. Yeah, ah, ah, ah. it's rough, and at this point. Even Chris is like, this is not something in her brain. This is much more than that. Yeah. So she meets with a priest, which before this, they kind of find out that um, they ask if she's religious, I think. And that's when she's like, I'm not religious at all. But Yeah. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, 
because she's in the in the meeting with like 20 doctors yeah and she like fucking loses her shit she's like how am i in a room with 20 doctors and none of y'all could tell me what the fuck is going on yeah she is she's getting furious um so they're like oh well if you're religious you can try this um so she meets with the priest and then the priest comes in to reagan's room where um she is strapped to the bed with cuts on her face and her eyes are now green and glowing and she decides to um, just projectile vomit this green slime looking thing. That's going to be a no from me. Gross. What do you think she ate? Like green eggs and ham? Yeah. No, that must it must have been that. Maybe the demon ate the green eggs and ham. Mm-hmm. Or maybe like the demon is like rotting. So then like his vomit is rotten. Uh, yeah. Either that or, he, or the demon's on like a, you know. Kale. Kale, kale spinach. Kale spinach. Broccoli diet. Kale spinach, like smoothie diet, you yeah, know. Yeah, that could be it too. Um, I mean, we all got to like find our, our, our goals, right? Like, yo, sometimes like we go paleo, keto, that demon's just all greens. Maybe. Maybe that's it. Onlygreens.com. Only greens. No, this demon's, it looks like, um, <laughs> um, I forgot what I was going to say. Look like slime from like Nickelodeon. Yes, from Nickelodeon. Wow. <laughs> Thank you for helping me on that Got train that of Nick thought. Nick Cannon in the back, you know. Was Nick Cannon on Nickelodeon? I think so, yeah. Oh. Did he slime people? I think so. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Now I think of Nick Cannon, I think of Wild and Out, so. Yeah. MRI Carrie. Yeah. <laughs> She's defrosting, guys. It's almost Christmas time. <laughs> Be prepared. <laughs> She's defrosting. <laughs> So Anyways. let's get back on track. Um, so now Reagan is speaking languages that she doesn't know, which also I think they talk about earlier in the film that like for it to actually be a demon in her, there have to be like she has to be speaking languages. She doesn't know. That's one of the signs. Yeah. Um, her face is fucked. Fucked. Like I hate to say it because I know we're all beautiful on the inside, but oof, it is it is green, it is pale in certain places. Her eyes are like nasty colored. She got lots and lots of cuts. They just keep getting worse. Her teeth are yellow. It's just not a look. So all that's happening. Um, and then this is when like the priest comes down and he's like, Do you have scotch? Like Chris, you need to sit down. We need to have a talk because this is real out here. Yeah, she's um, like, you want ice or, or water? And he's like, and he's no, like no, 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 just, just sit down. Yeah. Yeah, because she asks how he takes his scotch. And he's like, oh, just, you know, with water and ice. And she's like, oh, I have to go to the kitchen to get the ice and the water. He's like, no, no, just g- give me, give me, sit. <laughs> we need to talk. Um, then at this point, also when the priest was in the room, he recorded um, Reagan speaking. And he takes it to someone else, and they're like, she's not speaking in tongues. She's speaking backwards. Yeah. And then when they play it, um, you hear that she's like, Marin, Marin, which is like the father that we saw at the beginning in northern Iraq. And he's going to be one of the people that helps with the exorcism. I think he is like the exorcist. So, yeah. Um, So they call him. And, oh, and then at this point also while the priest is in the room, remember that... um, the nanny is like, oh, I didn't want to tell the mom about this, but look. And you see that the stomach starts popping out, like the words help me. Yeah. 
So that was kind of sad because clearly Reagan is in there and she wants to get out. Um, and then as soon as now we're getting, it's about to get real. It's about to go down. So Father Marin walks into um, this house. And the so McNeils. does Father K. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as soon as Father Marin walks in, the demon's like, Marin, Marin. And he's yeah. like, oh, shit, got to get my, my little <laughs> satchel. <laughs> got to put my satchel on. Isn't a satchel like a purse like Indiana Jones wears? Yes. I don't know what that thing's called. Like it's a sash. Like, is it a sash? It's like a sash. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, and then this is where you realize that Father Marin's the archaeologist father from the beginning. And then Reagan spits on his eye, which is absolutely disgusting thinking about it gross i'm not i'm not about all this vomiting and spitting and phlegm all the fluids and then she starts doing this weird tongue thing (laughs) (laughs) she is just doing this weird tongue thing and i know why felix is laughing because yo guys if you haven't seen scary movie i'm pretty sure it's scary movie too yeah in the beginning with the what they're doing the exorcist scene it's pretty spot on. Like that little tongue dance thing that she's doing, like sticking out her tongue, it's exactly like in Scary Movie. So it's it's very sexualized and you don't really see it coming. Like it's just, it's very serious. They're about to do this exorcism. And then she does like this very sexualized act to, I guess, like entice the... She's not enticing no one. Her yeah, tongue is also like a serpent tongue. Yeah. It's not like a regular tongue. Yeah. But it's just, it's very... I'm not a regular tongue. I'm a cool tongue. Cool. <laughs> Um, then the bed is just like moving farther and like father, uh, K is like, what the fuck? Well, the bed is not at this point. I don't think it's levitated yet. No, not yet. It's just like moving. It's like, you know, like the beats about to drop. Right. But then it starts floating and you're like, what in the fuck is going on? Why is the bed floating? And then she keeps doing the tongue thing. There's just a lot going on with her tongue and the bed. <laughs> that's funny <laughs> and um she keeps puking some more of her green nasty slime um and laughing and then her head spins around just spins just spins her head does spin 360 but you do get to see all of it you get to see from beginning to end yeah talk about breaking neck yeah, she just, she broke she, neck for the priest, you know? She saw something and she liked it. She said, <laughs> I know your father, but can I call you daddy? That's what oh she said. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord, heavenly father. <laughs> okay. Okay. So now... A bunch of stuff is just like happening in the room because now she's floating. Now the bed isn't floating, but like her body is floating. She's not tied down anymore with the straps. No, like the demon's like, psych, I'm out, bitch. Yeah. I like Houdini. And then there's just a bunch of stuff happening in the room. Like shit is flying left, right. The the room is like the whole room is shaking, I think. Um, she hits Father K. And yeah. then he's seeing his like mom in the bed instead of Reagan. Because a demon is trying to like manipulate him, mm-hmm. and then she kills Father Marin. How does she kill him again? I don't think we know. I think they 
they the camera and Father K leaves, and then when we come back, he's like hunched over the bed and he's dead. Oh yes, yes, that's right. And then, um, Father Father K, I know that's I know he has a longer name, but he's Father K to me. Um, he tells like the demon to come out of her and to like take him over instead. And you realize that he has that little coin that was found at the archaeologist site Mm -hmm. and the demon has to like rip it off to be able to enter his body because like the the demon looks like it's trying to transition but then you see the the coin hanging and once it's ripped is at the moment where the transition happens and um then the demon goes into him and he is like well i can't you know keep living with a demon in me so he jumps out the window very dramatic fall um he's dead Pretty much. Yeah. Well, he jumps uh-uh. out the window, but since the house is so close to like these stairs, yeah, he basically jumps out the window, hits a hits a gets uh, gets a hard hit. Yeah. Stumbles over like at least three flights of stairs, and then he ends up, you know, fucked. Yeah, and then his friend, because he has like this one really good friend who like after his mom died, like helped him, like took him home, kind of took care of him, um, like finds him. I don't know if that guy's just out for a walk because the police are not there yet, but then the ambulance is not there yet, but then there's a bunch of people crowded around, but then he just touches him like, this is a crime scene, sir. You cannot be touching things, but he does. Um, And then that's it. I think that's how the movie ends, isn't it? Yeah. That's it. Something about these like two 70s movies, it's just very abrupt. The endings. When Halloween ended, I was like, like that's it at least this one he yes he dies and you kind of got like a little bit of closure and then it's you know they don't show you a happy ending they kind of just like kind of pan out and it says like the exorcist well i mean the family you see the family packing up oh yes mention that the family ends up that's right that's right um you don't really see the whole process but you just see them getting in the car with like boxes and stuff and they leave yeah, and, and then, then they call to co- the friend. The, yeah, the, the, the friend of the a Father, Father K. K. They talk to them a little bit. And they're like, you would, he would want you to have this. And yeah. they give him something. The little coin, no? Yeah. yeah. So that all makes sense. Mm-hmm. So then that film ends. When Halloween ended, it was just like, doom. Like, that was it. Yeah, I was looking for the replay button, like, getting my, my controller. Like, yo, what is this? Yeah. No, Halloween ended very abruptly. This one did end kind of um, a little bit. Open-ended for you, I'm sure, because they have an Exorcist 2 and 3. Mm-hmm. So it ended in this way to have um, a way for them to continue, um, but to still give you some kind of closure. But the first Halloween, absolutely not. The first Halloween, they d- they don't care if, you know, you finished the movie, if you didn't, if they just, they're <laughs> like, well, here, here it is. It ends here. They clearly don't give a fuck. <laughs> I mean, look at the production value of like this movie and that movie. Like, yo, do you actually see, like, blood spewing out in the... No, I did not see one drop of blood in Halloween. No, it was all all hands, only hands. That's what I'm saying. In this film, I was really impressed. Obviously, that scene that I thought was disgusting was really good. It was really good to have the blood spewing and the the tubes going in her, and it all looked very realistic. When she's tied to the bed and she has, like, the open wounds on her, the wounds look realistic. And as he sprays the holy water and she gets new wounds that are opening, they also open in that minute, and they look very realistic, too. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. The production quality was was great. Mm -hmm. was great. Um, 
And like I said, I like that you you get a lot of story and the transition to her being possessed is very slow. Um, but I think that that's for the better. I think that if they, she would have just been possessed right off the bat, you wouldn't have been as interested in why or what's going on. Like like we said, like the the way I feel, the process is very slow. It's like, okay, she comes downstairs and says that you're going to die. She pees herself, but we're all still kind of unsure because she doesn't look bad. Then she goes to the doctors and it's just, it's a lot of like moving pieces that then come together. And I think it's a great film, honestly. I'm a little bit disappointed in myself for waiting this long to watch this movie. Yeah. No, you, <clears throat> I, I, like I said from the beginning, I think, I think totally the uh, production value is there. The mm-hmm. video quality is top notch. Um, yeah. Only thing that kind of sucks is literally the audio. But yeah. I mean, just subtitles and call it a day. Yeah. And I don't know. I think it's definitely worth a watch. I think would it, I rewatch it again? Yeah, uh, maybe in a while. But Mm-mm. I think because we just watched it, and I don't know that scene really got me with the blood. Um, I and and it is a movie that you kind of have to actively keep up with. Um, like Halloween was more of like a slasher film where you could like literally go to the bathroom, come back, and you're not gonna have missed a big piece of information. Mm-hmm. Um, in this film, I think you do have to just kind of keep up, and your mind has to be processing all the different scenes and all the different cuts and how they're all gonna come together. Um, so I do think it's a great film. I wouldn't watch it again like super soon, but I definitely would watch it again maybe next year for Halloween. Um, but I do recommend if you've never seen The Exorcist, which maybe I was one of the only people that had never seen this. If you like have never seen it, give it a try. I think it's great. I think it is great. And it shows just great like overall cinematography, in my opinion. I think it was lovely. Yeah. And um, it's not scary. If people don't like scary movies... It's it's, it's not that scary. Yeah. Um, like, I think it's... The scary scenes are more more than anything the hospital scenes and mm-hmm. the mental institution. Um, yeah. I think it's because at the time when it came out, I could see why it was probably the scariest movie ever. Um, but then because of... You know, the times that we live in now where everything is CGI and everything has come so far, we're so like technologically advanced that we can um, put that into films that it won't scare you because now the scary things that we see in films are much more advanced. But at that time, I can 100 percent understand why this film was so frightening to people. Um, but yeah, it's not, you're not going to get like, oh my God, there's no jump scares. And, and I think it's really good. I think the story's good. Um, and I suggest you watch it. <laughs> yeah. So trust me guys, if there was a movie that I was like, this is trash, I would not suggest you watch it. Um, but I definitely suggest you watch this one. Yeah. Um, we'll watch the trash movies for you guys. Yeah, we will. And we'll definitely review them. And then when I'm done, I'll be like, this is absolute garbage. Yeah. So, uh, that's it for me. I don't know if you have anything else to add. Um, no, next week is Felix's pick. So let's see what that's going to be. I don't even know yet. And then the final, um, scary, spooky skeletons. <laughs> no, the spooky final. scary skeletons, the Halloween special. Because wow. we're probably going to drop it around Halloween. Yeah. Either so on the, or the day after. Yeah. So. so that'll be the last like spooky episode. Um, and that's my pick. So I'm very excited. I don't know what to do. But we'll see. Yeah. So 
That's it. Yep. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the official podcast. And, um, you know, follow us on Spotify so you can always get notified when a new episode has come out. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we hope to see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.